What is up, podcast family? What is up? It's been a minute since we dropped, but don't worry. We came back with an absolutely loaded episode for you guys today. Today, we're going to talk about overcoming major injuries and kind of the outlook on it from before, seeing as a hindrance, as a blockade in the path. And after looking back on it, seeing it as opportunity and really just accepting God's plan for that event and not just injuries but any major obstacles in the road of chasing dreams and eventual future goals so we're here with two very familiar faces to the podcast actually co-host david shoning and my good friend kaden kern and they are going to give some extremely valuable insight on what helped them get through their complete acl tears in not only record time but after after completing that process the outlook they had on it and the attitude that they had within it to help them get through it and get them where they are today so tune in you're not going to want to miss it let's get started are you a big movie guy david um uh depends on the movie i guess sometimes and depends who i'm seeing it with you know, if it's with the boys, then yeah, I'm, I'm totally down. <laughs> Documentaries with the boys? <laughs> Documentaries with the boys? <laughs> Documentaries with the boys? Oh, We're all sitting with Kaden. Kaden, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How you? What happened this past week, Kaden? Uh, past week, a lot happened, but uh, I haven't seen the new Black Panther movie. I do want to see it, though. I've heard a lot of different views. On it. Like, there was some people saying there's too many, like, talking scenes there's not enough fight scenes this yeah and that, so. it's pretty emotional too really? like it's kind of like for a marvel movie like Dang. it's like what am i watching right no, like, yeah. yeah there's a lot of like yeah moral questions and stuff and everything and it's like i'm like marvel's supposed to be just like dumb funny and like fighting and yeah, stuff exactly. it's definitely not that all right so today we are talking about a lot of stuff, but mainly how Caden and David got through their injuries. They're, they both had torn ACLs and the life lessons more specifically that they learned through it. Caden, um, <clears throat> you just got cleared? Yes. Sir, four and a half months. Bro. Four and a half. What is the average ACL recovery time if you look it up? Uh, six to nine. Yeah. Nine to 12. I think it's nine to 12. Nine, nine, nine it's, they tell you about nine months is when they expect you. 12 is your, 12, it's like you're going really slow. Six yeah. is. Best case scenario. Six is, is best case scenario. So how many, four and a half months is insane. How many months did you get, it, David? I got six. I I think it was just under six. Just under six. A week or two so Kaden and David both passed the fastest case scenario ACL, which is pretty insane. We're gonna unpack that today. <clears throat> so get straight into it. Um, you guys both just said how long to take, David. It took you under six. Kaden four and a half. Ridiculous. Um, we're going to talk about their mindset like before they started recovering, their expectations and how it changed during and after. So, um, David, let's start with you. What, going into surgery, before you had surgery, what was your game plan for the whole thing? Because you guys were both going into your senior season yeah. to play. Um, yeah. What were your goals going into it? Like, what, what, what was your expectations for the whole thing? Did, I know your mind was set on getting back to season, but just tell me what that looked like. So, um, so kind of going back to it. So, when I first had my injury, um, I didn't know it was ACL at first. I kind of, I still was walking on it and things. And then I got to the point where I couldn't even walk. Um, went into the doctor and took a look at it. And he was like, the surgeon was like, um, yeah, it's torn. You're not. You're gonna be. Able, you're gonna miss your season. Like you're not gonna play a game this season. Um, so at first, my my first reaction was like, I'm not like kind of like I'm not playing. Like you know, like God, why would this happen? Like 
you know, I'm kind of like, I'm not going to be a part of like my school's volleyball program or anything. I'm just kind of, you know what, forget volleyball and everything, mm. you know, and then, and then I thought about it more, did a little bit of research and realized like people have come back in like six months and it's like at six months, I would have gone about halfway in the season. So I still would have been able to play. So I was like, you know what, we're going to go for six months. So uh, my mind was just like, you know, do everything I can and whatever to get healed as fast as possible. Um, and to get cleared, you know, and even if it gets to the point where it's like I have to wear a brace or there's still a risk of tearing again, it's like it's worth it, I guess, to me. So, so my thought was kind of like just give it your all and see what, see what happens. Give it your all, see what happens. Okay. Kaden, what about you going into it? Uh, going into surgery, I had the same thought as David. Like there's less than six months until season starts. So uh, best case scenario, I'll probably be able to play senior night, hopefully. See, so you, you thought that. I was your expectation going in. You were only going to play yeah. one game in league. I was looking to play just like if I could just get in for like a couple plays to get up and down the court in senior night. That's what I was hoping for. Um, yeah, I definitely was not expecting a four and a half month recovery. Um, but yeah, we'll unpack more of that later on in the episode. So as athletes, as you guys and we all are, Time being injured is obviously inevitable, but um, how our attitude during the recovery time obviously is what makes it beneficial or not. And right now we're going to unpack the four main processes like that affect your guys' injury experience, which are personality, the social support you had, how did you deal with it, and from previous experiences and stuff. So let's unpack the first one. Um, personality going into it, like the positivity level that you had and the emotional intelligence that you had during it. How positive did you, how, how important did you think it was to stay positive throughout that process? Um, I mean, I always wanted to stay positive, but like, I'll be, like there's definitely a lot of doubt in your mind. Um, just every time you go and have a doctor's appointment or check in, like, you know, you're kind of keeping in the back of your mind, like, you know, like one thing they're really careful about is how, like how you're progressing, um, like how much uh, motion you're able to get with your leg and, and everything. And so in the back of your mind, you're always like, you know, maybe I'm behind in this or, you know, maybe I did something wrong that puts me back, or maybe I retort, you know, when you're doing your... So that kind of goes in the back of your mind. And I would say, like, the idea of staying positive is kind of like, I guess for me, it wasn't as much like, oh, I'm fine, everything's good. It's more as like, you know what, like, I can't, there's some things I can't fix. I can't fix, I had an injury and I have to come back from it. Like, what can I change? Okay, like, I can, like, I started going to the gym on my own and started working out um, a lot, just... Just doing a lot of leg exercises on my own because it's like this is a way I can get back faster or something. I can By the way, those biceps are looking great, David. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Deep appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Oh man. So, so I think I think that's uh, that was kind of my process with being positive was uh, what just what can I what can I change what can I fix what can I do uh, right now and. You know, yes, yes I, I have doubts in the back of my mind, but it's like, if I can't change that doubt, and then forget it. If I can't change that doubt, then let's turn it into a positive. So it's safe to say you had a very positive outlook throughout the... Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it, I've always had like kind of an idea of like a fix-it mentality, so I think that was kind of where it came out. I wasn't all cheery and happy. There were a lot of times I was pretty moody, upset, frustrated um, with God, and just pretty short with other people. Um, but I think, uh, and kind of like you said, like a social support system really helped to um, just help foster that, uh, that idea and thought. Kaden, what about you? So yeah, um, I realized that once the injury happened that um, there was some people around me that just needed to be 
out of my circle and they were going to take away my focus from making this recovery because I was super dedicated and super set on coming back. And Can you shout out to those people? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, we'll continue. Like, no hard feelings to them or anything, but there's just like, they had a different mindset. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, no, I, I get that. There's some, there's some people who think they have the best for you, but they definitely get they, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I totally get that. But another thing was, like, I, felt, I realized that my focus is too critical for me not to guard it. Like, for example, you have, like, alarms on your cars, you have alarm on your house, you have, like, alarms on your credit card for, like, when people try to commit fraud and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I just realized that my focus has to have, some, has to have an alarm on it. Ooh, um, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and the thing is... Focus brings consistency, and um, consistency brings motivation. Um, so that's how I stay motivated. Um, and then another thing was the people that I cut out. Distracted people distract people. Mm-hmm. So once I realized that, I was able to grow. I started hitting the gym Monday through Saturday. Big guard got me on. He got like a whole squad on the workout plan. Um, but yeah, once I realized that, some people had to go, and that's just how it was. Then that's why I really became focused and determined and said. That's big time. That's very deep. Let's touch on it real quick. Social support from friends and family. How did that help you? Did you tap into it a lot during the time? Because obviously you guys both had a lot of extra time during that. And what did that look like, David? Yeah, so, so kind of mentioning what um, I said earlier about... Uh, I mean, I think Caden pretty much just hit it right on. You know, distract people, distract people. Um, there's a lot of people, like I had friends with people around me who were kind of like, oh, it's fine, or like maybe they didn't care about their sport, and so I was like, you know, if I'm around you, like I'm not going to care about mine. Um, and, but there were a lot of people, I think my, my biggest supporter was definitely my mom. Um, she was constantly just like, she always showed me to appointments and things, because um, when, when the terror happened, I couldn't drive until for like about a month and a half, so she'd still drive me to thing she you know push me she we actually have uh, one of her uh, her best friend is a physical therapist and so she would constantly be asking her for advice or things and constantly be just doing whatever she could to help get me back and so that was um, I mean yeah no I mean I, I can't thank her enough for what she did and stuff and it definitely would have been possible without that so I don't think this journey was ever I was ever on my own and there's no way I could have come back without um, just support from people whether it was they actually did stuff for me you know like um, buy like things that would help me work out better or uh, re- speed up my recovery or um, just mentally like just reminder like hey you got this um, Ethan was also a huge supporter and stuff too constantly like pushing me um, to be better I know sometimes he would take me to you know dojo get in get, in, get a workout in with Norm even when I didn't want to so so yeah I think I think there's a couple of special people who are always on that journey with you um, and if you don't have them that journey's not going to happen with, with your mom, was it more of she had the outlook that you were going to get back and you knew everything to get back or more of whatever happens, just do your best? Yeah, no, it was definitely more of like a tough love. Like, you're coming back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think in her mind there was really a very, yeah, no, like, no other option. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'm like, you're, I think in her mind she's like, you're polite. Like, you don't really have a choice. So, so I think that was her outlook on it. Shout out Chris, man. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Cade, what about you, man? A uh, support group is huge for something like an ACL tear and like all the people that 
you know who you are for my support group, but I'd also like to mention those people that were like doubting me and doubting uh, Calvary Boys basketball team. They're saying that we're not going to do good in league this year, but um, yeah, we're going to be coming different. But to go through something like your first ACL tear, um, you're obviously going to need a big support group, um, let alone going through a second ACL tear, uh, same thing. Um, the support group had to be even closer. And a big shout out to my mom as well and my dad, because they were always there pushing me, even though some Saturdays I didn't want to get up early with Nor to go hit the dojo. But um, yeah, that support group is a must for an athlete that's going through an ACL tear. And you find that um, your closest friends and your support group are there with you in the trenches. They're there with you when you're down for the count. Um, yeah, they're always supportive. They never doubt you. They're always pushing you to be Mud warfare. Also, want to give a shout out to Caden's dad, Mark Curran, as well. He was huge and helped me out. Very supportive and, and stuff too. I think I think it helps too. Like support group is best when it's like people who've either gone through the same thing or understand mm-hmm. you. I think is is huge. So those people who. I met a couple people who also tore their ACLs and it was huge. Like, I mean, Caden too. I think mm-hmm. There were a couple times I'd ask him stuff and, and everything. So I think meeting people who have gone through the same thing as you helps a lot too. Shout out, shout out Mark, shout out Woman, <laughs> shout out Zach, shout out Chris. <laughs> Whole gang. <clears throat> okay, next. Um, how, how, did you, how did you deal with the pain and the situation that you're in specifically? And I guess more specifically, how did this affect your relationship with God? Did it like help bring you closer? Because it's really easy to help tear you away from that and like ask God, why, why do you let this happen to me? It's my senior season and seeing the plan within that. But how did that go with your relationship with God? David? Um, I think it definitely, I think this gave me an opportunity, I guess, to like really see like, where is my faith? and um, Do I actually trust God or not? And um, I think, you know, through a lot of it, it was kind of, you know, prayer, there were, it was a whole mix of like, sometimes like, some days it's like, God, I completely trust you. Like, you know, it's like, you, you have the right plan everything. Some days it's like, God, why on earth would you let this happen? Like, you've messed up my entire life, my whole plan. Um, and especially with, you know, your senior year, it's you're applying to colleges and stuff. And that's a whole different story too. But like, all year, it's just like, what is going on? God, um, you know, it's like, I've done everything I'm supposed to. And things. So I think I think it definitely taught me more dependence on God, um, less dependence on myself. And and um, and at the end of it, like looking back now, it's like I can't imagine it going any other way. Like you know, yes, it sucked for me to tear my ACL, but like it made me the person I am today. I think a huge amount of friends I have now is because of that tear. I don't think I would have. Um, so I think it just worked out in the end. And I've learned there's definitely been times lately where it's like. Things have happened, and I doubt God, but it's a great reminder, I guess. Um, you know, I think of, you know, in the Bible, how the Israelites are constantly told to build altars with things as reminders. And I think for me, um, just this season was kind of like that altar or a reminder that whenever, like, something in life is not going right or whatever, kind of just to remind that God got me through the ACL tear, and things couldn't have worked out better. Um, and so just trust him now, and likely it'll be the same thing. Altar season. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. Um, to ACL tear definitely drew me a lot closer to God, a lot more dependent upon Him than when I was in the beginning of being Christian. But um, it also helped me like find open spots, like for example, playing guitar at Fellowship Friday at my school, I'm able to play worship, 
and grow my faith in that aspect. But also, I was I wasn't plugged into a youth group like my first two years in high school. So um, I found a youth group at Huntington um, Compass, Huntington Beach, or Huntington Beach, and uh, yeah, there without. Uh, my injury, I don't think I would have made the time for it. But um, a saying I always kept saying, and always kept running in my, running back in my head was God's timing, not mine. God's plan, not mine. God's will, not mine. And ultimately, all of God's glory and not mine. So um, yeah, I just like, I know God put me through two ACL surgeries for a reason, and. Um, yeah, there was many. There's been many lessons. Like I can't even be able to explain the tip of the iceberg for the amount of lessons that I've been taught throughout these two years. But um, yeah, I know that in the at the end of the day, it's all God's plan, and it's all going to work out for good. So that's what God has taught me. So touching right back off that, mm-hmm. the extra time that you had to pick up new hobbies and, like you said, oh, yeah. play guitar and stuff. Was what else did you do with that time that you were given? Like the extra time that you have that you would have been training with your sport usually. Extra time, I obviously picked up my guitar more. Um, I also I watched a lot of film on pro athletes and how, for example, how to make better reads in basketball, how to control the tempo, all in, all basketball lingo. If you don't understand, it's okay. Um, but yeah, no, I just really started to become a student of the game and also a student of the word. Oh God, and uh, started doing more devotions, which really encouraged me to get through the dark times. David, you any new hobbies and outside of sports? What does that mean to you? Um, <clears throat> I think for me, uh, I don't think I really picked up any hobbies, but I think um, something I focused on was more like the people around me. Um, all throughout high school, I was really just like into studying everything, just what are all the things I needed to get to do and stuff. With my ACL, kind of put things on pause and help me like realign like what are my priorities. You know, I wasn't like not focused on school as much. I mean, I, I still you know got good grades and things, but um, started focusing. Wasn't on that focused on school? <laughs> bro was the valedictorian that year. Okay, continue. <laughs> um. Anyways, no. I, but like, I I think I made a lot of close um, friends. A lot of. I mean. I made some friends in high school that I had some guys that I had known a couple times in high school, but just became best friends with them. And you know, now it's like I'm not like for me, it's like I'm not playing volleyball still. You know, volleyball is kind of done in my life, except for a couple of intramural games. Um, but I still have those friends and things for life. So I think I really learned to um, invest in people and uh, that things rather than a lot of um, kind of interest I had, I guess. So, so kind of opposite of Gaten, I guess. I kind of took away from hobbies and stuff and things I was doing in my life, um, but kind of focused on people and stuff because Gaten's already great with people and stuff. So. He, 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 he is, is an extrovert. Yeah, he's not an extrovert. I, I came to high school introvert and loved extrovert. So, so I can play my ACL for a huge part of that. A classic case of reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis. <laughs> All right, um, so previous experience obviously is bigger for you, Caden, but uh-huh. David, still with previous lessons you learned in injuries, how did that help you with this one? Because obviously, how long was your first ACL recovery again? First ACL recovery was seven months, pushing seven months. months. Um, so <laughs> what did you learn from that? How did that make it four and a half the second time? Um, first thing off the bat, before surgery, I got range of motion in my knee because if you don't have it before, you won't have it after. 
Um, that was like four, three, a few nights after you tore it. He was, he was in the gym on the bike, like yeah. literally crying because it hurt so much. It was just pushing through on the bike. Yeah, we were up in Palm Springs, and then the the team was in the pool, and I was like, might as well get in the gym. Um, so I hopped on the bike. Ethan came in, and I was like, bro, I'm about to lose it. I like I couldn't handle it anymore. So was then, it at that point that you like for sure knew it was fully torn? Because I don't think we we were debating before if it was fully torn. Yeah, I was going back and forth, but um, the like when it first happened initially, I like the feeling was the same. Um, I had like a flashback to when it first happened, um, all of it. But um, yeah, I had range of motion I had to get, and then also my work ethic also changed a lot in my second injury. Um, I was working out my first ACL tear probably Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three days a week, which was not nearly enough um, for me to get back this time for senior season. So definitely my work ethic changing from three to six six days a week uh, definitely 100% helped the uh, um, knee become more stable, helped my body become stronger. But also I was... Uh, it's funny because I always thought like, oh, getting bigger, you'll be able to, you know, push your opponent around more. But for basketball, I lost ten pounds in this um, in this recovery. So um, that that was a game changer because now I feel more lighter when I jump. I feel quicker on my feet. Um, even when I went up to get my test in LA, the Dr. Powers, he was like, I've never seen someone at four and a half months moving this quickly and cutting this well. And I was like, yeah, like, um, lost 10 pounds. I've taken a lot from my first ACL tear into this one. And, you know, I'm just doing my best and giving God all the glory. Amen, bro. David, previous experiences and the lessons that helped you with this one? Like tear or no, like just any injuries or like oh, your oh, former values oh. and ethics that helped you really push through. <laughs> I was like, bro, I didn't tear myself. Um, pretty much. Um, I think, I think for me it was more like this. I think this more taught like me a lot more than like I had learned from and used. Um, I really hadn't like dealt with like a big injury really like this. Um, before, or I'd never gone through physical therapy or anything. Um, and so I think it just taught me a lot about, like, adversity and things. Like, I think especially something that was big for me is, like, in our culture, like, we're really big about, like, now, now, things, like, change rapidly and everything. Um, and it's not like, you know, some in the past, like, I, you know, jam a finger um, or twist my ankle, and it's like, a day or two, I'm fine. Like, it's moving. But, like, to have this, like, months injury, um, still, like, and, like, still, I still have pains in my knee. Um, you know, and I've been told you'll have it for the rest of your life. So kind of, so kind of just learning, um, I mean, to appreciate what you have in things, but kind of this idea of like, you know, nothing, nothing is guaranteed, nothing's con, not everything's constant, um, and everything, but also, and thing change doesn't happen right away a lot of times. Um, so it just kind of taught me a lot of truths and stuff that I've kind of carried over from that. Yeah, another thing um, I I want to add is that. I learned that like when you're consistent through the hard days, then the days that you are motivated is going to be that much greater and that much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, as long like there's going to be day most that more than half the days recovering from an ACL injury, you're going to be tired, you're going to be sore, 
You're not going to want to do it. Oh, my knees, my knees are hurting right now. Like maybe I'll just take this day off. But like once you get that, oh, I'll just take this day off type of mindset, then you're you're losing your consistency. You're letting these lazy thoughts come into your mind. And yeah, I learned that if I'm going to make it back for this basketball season, motivation can't be the only thing that I'm basing my recovery on. So it has to be consistent. No matter how hard the day is, in the voice, don't stay motivated. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Yeah, exactly. Break. <laughs> no, that that couldn't be like a more real sound that I made for my Instagram reel. Activating current. What? Uh, all right. Um, so, uh, okay. Last question. Last question. Last question. <clears throat> Did you see starting over in the beginning when you first injured it before you went into it? before the process happened, did you see it as the injury as a hindrance or an opportunity? And how did that change after it? And looking back on it, what do you see it as? Was it still a hindrance? Are you glad it happened? Was it an opportunity? And did it strengthen you or overall you're still pretty mad that it happened and put you back? Um, I think, I mean, I think obviously my initial thought was, was hindrance. Um, that's what, I think that's what everyone thinks, like this sounds bad. But I think kind of where it came to opportunity was, um, I kind of thought of the years of COVID, I guess like, like, you know, I remember hearing about COVID, how some people, like, gained new hobbies or something or, or got, like, super fit or whatever, or just was working out all the time. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't really do that. And so I remember, like, looking back at COVID and kind of having that regret. Like, man, I wish I used, like, like yeah, it's like to stay at home, but, like, I wish I would have, like, come out of it better than I went. Yeah. And so I guess in my mind, I was like, that's what I'm going to do with this injury. Like, I saw an opportunity, like, like it, you know, like, it's kind of like a seismic shift and, and everything, and you kind of reflect on everything in your life. I guess, and so that's kind of how I took it. Um, and so I think it changed a lot of things about me. Um, you know, kind of focusing on people. I think I become more people oriented because of realizing how they help and support, and also compassion too. Um, I think I think something that's really odd is like, you know, especially injuries in sports. Like before, when I'm watching pro sport or something, when I watch an injury, especially like an ACL tear, I was like, oh, that sucks. Like. You know, he'll be fine. He's gonna be now. It's like, dude, I like feel so bad. Um, like every time there's an injury, like I, you know, I get quiet and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like that poor this guy. Like, you know, you know, and I start praying for him and stuff, and I just feel terrible, and I like try to keep up with with how he's progressing and everything. But he or she, um, I don't watch it. Watch it women's game. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. All the evidence. Hey, hey, I respect. Hey, UCI's women's soccer just made it to the Sweet 16. Okay, so okay. I'm keeping up with that, but yeah, yeah, mostly watching men's sports NBA. Not, not a huge WNBA, right? Yeah, anyway, so shout out to UCI. Anyways, shout out to the women's football team at UCI. Or even the men's football team, they're both killing it undefeated. I've not watched the game all season. Yeah, um,. Anyways, but yeah, no, I think I think um, I think it's changed me, and um, I think, but yeah, that idea of like opportunity, like you know, like I have the I have the chance, and also to inspire people too, I guess. You know, I want to like I I don't want to just be all loopy and stuff, you know, at school. And um, I had a couple people come up to me and say like, hey, you know, it really um, it really helps like to see you like still coming to practice, like my blood blood still go to practice. And they're like, hey, it really means a lot. You still come to practice, and it shows you care even though you're not playing. So. I guess that's kind of where I saw it. I was like, you know, maybe the opportunities I have aren't what I thought they'd be, but I'm going to make the most of the ones that I have. Yeah. So no, from hindrance to yeah. opportunity of it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel like with the ACL tear, you always 
you're always going to see it as a hindrance. But um, yeah, same thing with David. I turned it into an opportunity because we lost about five seniors, four seniors last year on the basketball team. So um, our basketball team was going through a lot of changes at the time, and I just wanted to make sure there was hope in the guys still. And um, once I saw that my recovery was progressing even faster and faster, um, yeah, stuff like showing up to the practices and showing that like, hey, I'll be, I'll possibly be back for this season, and now they know like I'll definitely be back for this season. I turned that into an opportunity to give the guys hope and. Um, also, I, I saw an opportunity to bring motivation to those that are going to have an ACL tear or have had or are going through an ACL tear right now. Because, like, at the time, like, when you get surgery, those, few, those couple days, it feels like you're not going to walk. Like, it's like, when, like I'm going to have to relearn how to take my first steps again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that moment when you first walk is, like, crazy. I remember, like... You know, they had the at-home nurse come and she's yeah. like, get up and like, walk. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But when did, I got a question for you, kid. When was like the moment that like you realized like I can make it back in four and a half months? Because like, I mean, for me, like at four and a half months, I was like not even, like I still had a bunch of muscle strength to gain back. Like, when was the moment you're like, I have a real shot coming back soon? Um... Well, like you said earlier, the doctor's appointments were always like, oh, it could go either way type of thing. But um, when it really clicked for me was when I got, actually when I got cleared to walk, they were like, as soon as you start walking, you can start working on balance, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, like this could possibly got, get brought from six months to five months. Okay. And then um, they are like, like, I'm not, the this PT place was like, we're not saying, like, we're not trying to give you false hope or anything, but there is a possibility you can make it back in about four and a half, five months. Wow. But you're going to have to work out six times a week. And he took that personally. <laughs> and I didn't take that super personally. I was like, challenge accepted. Uh, <laughs> um, you're like, oh, I'll make it easier. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and, you know, they haven't had anyone come back in four and a half months. And yeah, I've never, I've never heard of that. That was, when I heard you got cleared, I was like, no yeah. way. Like, something's wrong with the doctor. Right? <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? That's crazy. If you look at all with the guy that got the ACL tear. If you look at him on Google, the fastest ever was the NFL player. Uh, five and a half, I think. Yeah, five and a half, five NFL, according and to Google. Odell still going through his ACL recovery. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he hears this. No, I'm just kidding. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Odell. You know, if you want to get on the podcast, we'll have another ACL tear story. No, but um, yeah, I turned it into an opportunity to give hope to those that are, you know, doubting themselves and doubting if they'll have a sports career again after this injury. And with the new um, researches and the new uh, surgeries that these surgeons are coming up with, um, the time is getting faster and faster as long as you stay dedicated and stay, um, obviously, again, consistent, <laughs> um, you'll be able to make a fast recovery. But that also comes along with God giving you the ability to do that. Um, but yeah, 
I just saw it as an opportunity. Also, another thing was the movement uh, performance institution, the guy that went to get cleared in LA, he clears USC athletes, and they usually pass his test with like a 75, 78, um, and they're like collegiate athletes, but then I did my test, and like he comes back with the results, and he has like a shocked look on his face, and I was like, what like what are the results? I'm like anxious to see it because this is like my senior season or not my senior season. And he was like, "Yeah, you just passed my test with a ninety percent uh, in four and a half months. So I'll definitely be writing a paper and publishing a paper about this story." Oh dang! Uh-huh. So he's, he's going right. to be publishing a story. On Part two. We're going to forward. No, but I also saw it as an opportunity to minister to him because he's an unbeliever, um, as well as my surgeon. So I've just been, like, the past two years, my surgeon has been, it seems like he's had open eyes to Christianity in a way, um, as well as Dr. Powers in a way, because um, he was just, like, he was shocked as well as I was shocked. I was like, you know, hopefully I pass. I didn't know I was going to pass with the 90%. Um, but yeah, I saw it as an opportunity to minister to my doctors. That is big time, big time. So wrapping up, I think the three main takeaways from their injuries and experience were first, reflects them. They had a lot of time to reflect on their what they really wanted, how were they going to do it, and also the physical aspect of how they can prevent that again. Second, their outlook. They both obviously initially started that it was a hindrance, but turned into something that if they kept their positive attitude, they could make it back shortest time, which they both made it past the shortest possible time, according to doctors. They both made it past before that. And finally, they didn't waste their time at all. They both, some picked up new hobbies, um, worked out a ton, and eventually did everything they could, keeping a positive outlook to get back. So it is possible. I mean, I'm not saying four and a half months is possible for anyone else kidding is him but um that's it i think that was that was a fantastic episode guys my last word was obsession is going to be talent every time obsession beats talent every time you heard it from the man himself go practice reverse osmosis and go see the new spider-man movie (laughs) david anything else uh it's actually wakanda forever shout out to I don't know. Keep on bang. Batman! <laughs> All right, guys. All right. We'll see y'all. Yeah, see thank you guys for listening. If you guys are still here at 33 minutes and 49 seconds. That's true. That's Send us an email. That's I'll crazy. Be, we want to know who our day ones are. You'll be here. I'll email you. Hey, bro. Send me an email. Hey, I'll send you a Hit me up on, Hit me up on MySpace. All right, man. All right, bless.